Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Dave Burkett here with another edition of Burke's Eye View, the podcast, Freep.com. Look, you don't need me to tell you by now. The Lions are 0-5, the only winless team in the NFL. Off to an 0-5 start for the the ninth time in franchise history. And I'm sure we all know what happened the last time they went down this road. 2008 finished the year 0-16. I don't think that's happening this year, all right? Things are really bad right now. Uh, The offense is, is struggling to sustain drives, put up points. Matthew Stafford got benched last week. Uh, you know, the defense is, it just lacks playmakers right now. No DeAndre Levy, probably out for the year, going to have his hip surgery. And Dominican Sue, obviously, out in Miami. So things are pretty bad for the Lions right now. But they do have a chance this week against a, a Chicago Bears team that that's not very good itself. Uh, granted, they've won two straight games. But the Lions have a chance to get in the win column this week. And something they really need to do just for the, the morale in that locker room need to get a win this week, then they're home next week against the Vikings before heading off to London. You know, if they can't beat the Bears team, a Bears team that's pretty beat up, just like the Lions, um, you know, it's it's going to be a really long uh, next few weeks, and, and who knows what happens when this team gets back from London. But uh, regardless, uh, 1 o'clock, Ford Field on Sunday, big game for the Lions, not for their season, but but just, as I mentioned, to, to kind of get this, this ship righted and, and make sure it doesn't. Uh, you know, go too far down that 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 wrong path. So, but this week's podcast, uh, pleased to be joined by Lions wide receiver Lance Moore. Uh, Lions signed him from Pittsburgh Steelers in this offseason. Uh, formerly of the New Orleans Saints, though, I thought he'd be a good guy to uh, you know add a little insight on, on what this offense is all about. A um, you know, having played in, in New Orleans for a number of years, won a Super Bowl there uh, in the Lions offense, struggling as much as it is. And then B, he's got a, you know, he's a pretty interesting guy too. Good guy to talk to in the locker room. Always a good quote. So uh, without further ado, this week's Burks Have You podcast with Lions wide receiver Lance Moore. Dave Burkett here with another edition of Burks Have You with wide receiver Lance Moore inside the Lions locker room. And Lance, 10 seasons in, let's just start with, with what's going on uh, here so far this year. How how have you guys been able to manage this this 0-5 start? What's what's the mood of the team like in the locker room so far? Uh, you'd be surprised, uh, you know, how upbeat everybody is, and, and um, you know, it's a game where you need to have a short memory. Obviously, we're not going to forget that we're 0-5, but we've got to, you know, kind of put that behind us and do what we can this week to try to make sure that we become 1-5 and um, and not go to 0-6. Um, easier said than done, but you know, short-term focus, this one game try to do what we can to win well, what's the key to that i mean the, the human element of things obviously can seep into it and you can look at the the long haul of you know uh, being 0 five what what sort of hole it is to climb out of so who's been key to helping you guys get over that home well i think first and foremost coach caldwell yeah um you know just telling us that, that we've got one focus and that's this one game um but but then you know the leaders on the team the older guys that have been around for a long time um you know it's a long season you know, we don't have time to be sitting in, in thinking about what could have been um, you know those games are behind us and we've got to do what we can to, to get it right moving forward 10 seasons in the NFL you've had so much success throughout your career winning a Super Bowl a few years back and obviously some ups and downs too last year I know didn't go exactly the way that you wanted what did you think this year was going to be like when you came here 
You know, I didn't know. I wanted to do whatever I could to, to prove that I could still play in this league, and, and um, you know, hopefully, I would get the, the opportunity to do that. And I feel like I'm in the, the perfect place, and um, you know, I'm just trying to make the most of my opportunity, do what I can to help this team win games, um, and um, you know, like I said, show that I can still play. And well, and you have done that so far. I think you've been a pretty key element to this offense as the number three receiver in a lot of ways. I think it's 15 catches right now through through five games. What do you like about what you're doing so far? Uh, I mean, I, I just I love this offense. I mean, this is the offense that, that I played in a long time in New Orleans and, and had some great success. And um, you know, it, it, I feel like it just it's one that fits me really well. Um, I, I like the fact that all the guys get to move around and play different positions. And um, you know, you never know which which day is going to be that guy's day. And so you got to be ready and prepare as if if it's going to be your big day. Can you explain why maybe this offense hasn't taken off then? Because it is. We've seen it be so explosive in New Orleans. What what's been holding it back here? Uh, I think we've we've been shooting ourselves in the foot a lot. Um, obviously, we've we've had a bunch of turnovers, a lot more than we would like to have, um, and, and penalties have, have definitely set us back a ton of times this season. Get the ball moving, have nice drives going, and a penalty here or there, and it slows things down, or sometimes it'll stop the drive. So we can get those two things together as well as uh, get this running game going a little bit, and that's all of us. I mean, all of us have to do do what's right on the run plays. Perimeter guys have to block the perimeter. The linemen got to do their thing. And, um, runners got to hit it. I think once we do those few things, we'll, we'll be all right. Well, what do you like about the offense? When you guys were clicking at, at your best in, in New Orleans, what made this offense so successful? Everybody making plays. Yeah. Every, everybody was making plays, and it was tough for defenses to key in on one particular guy or two particular guys because we had so many guys. And I feel like this offense has prob- probably more weapons than, than offenses back then. Um, it's just a matter of getting things right, and, and I, I think – you know, everybody be pleasantly surprised once we get this thing going. Well, so what would the message be then to people? You know, a lot of people look and they say maybe Matt Stafford isn't the right fit for this offense because he's a different type quarterback than Drew Brees or, or some of the personnel doesn't fit. You're shaking your head. You obviously some, don't agree. Some, sometimes it just doesn't happen yeah. overnight. You know, some, sometimes it takes a little bit of, uh, you know, a little bit more work or a little bit more repetition to try to get things the right way. But, um you know, I think once we get this thing rolling, it'll be fun. And you know Joe Lombardi, obviously, a little bit, too, from your time in New Orleans. What's he been like behind closed doors this week? He's been great. He's been great. I mean, obviously, the, you know, the, his sense of urgency is there, and, and um, he you know, is trying to relate us the importance of winning just one game. Yeah. Um, and I think, I think you know, once you, once you can focus in on that and um, not worry about the big picture, not worry about the playoffs or anything, we worry about this one game, beating the Chicago Bears, um, you know, I think we'll be all right. Well, that's what uh, Jim Caldwell was sort of asked that question today. He said, one win, can, can that get you back on track? And he said, we got to get there first. So it's basically about getting that first yeah, one. Yeah, easier said than done. we got to go out and do it. All right. You went to Toledo. So when you were, when you were playing at Toledo, how, how much of a Lions fan were you? How, how closely did you follow the team? Uh, I wasn't I wasn't very a very big Lions fan, but obviously we we got a lot of Lions news and stuff in the newspaper. Um, it was around the, the Joey Harrington days. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> not too good a day then for the Lions. But. <laughs> hey, anyway, he's a former teammate of mine. He was a good guy in New Orleans. Um, just you know had a little little yeah. tough tough road in the league, but um, you know we saw a lot of the uh, Lions. They obviously played all their games in Toledo, so we got to watch them quite a bit. Um, but never, never ever thought I'd be up here. It was pretty cool. Who were you a fan of growing up? So my, my dad was a Browns fan. My mom was a Bengals fan. And then I felt like everybody else in Ohio loved one of those two teams or the Steelers. And I couldn't stand any of them. So my, my squad growing up was the 49ers. How'd you pick them? Uh, because I love the passing game. Yeah. Jerry Rice, Joe Montana, John Taylor. T.O. probably guys. a little bit too. T.O., yep, later on. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. Yeah. All right. So uh, were you always a receiver when you played in high school? Uh, 
well, I thought I was going to be a running, running back. back. Yeah. And then, you know, we did like my freshman year, we did like this passing drill and I was the only one that caught the ball. So they, like, all right, you go stand out there. Don't come back in here. I was like, all right. So ever since then, I've been a receiver. I started out playing quarterback and, uh, you know, I still got a little quarterback in me, in my head at least. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I've been a receiver for a long time and, and love the position. Best laid plans, I guess, right? You think you're going to be a running back and all of a sudden you stumbled hey, into a, I had a never, nice I had career. never played running back before, no. but I, I figured I might as well give it a shot. In this ninth grade, half the people didn't know me anyway, so I was like, well, let me see. And yeah. nah, it didn't work out. Whoever made the call made the right call, I guess. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Receiver. For sure. Um, all right. Mac football. A lot of Mac football fans, obviously, in this area, central, you know, eastern, western in the state. So, uh, what is Mac football like? I mean, how how much did that? I don't know if there was something that um, playing at that level maybe uh, drove you, gave you a little bit of extra motivation to come here. You know, being under recruited, was there anything that that sort of helped you get to where you are today uh, by going that route? Uh, I mean, you you could say that you know, at least when we played the bigger schools. Um, that maybe we play with the extra little chip on our shoulder, knowing we're the, the you know the smaller guys. Um, you know, I think the biggest win that we, well, I know the biggest win that we had in my career was um, 2000, my junior year against Pittsburgh. They were ninth in the country. They came into the Glass Bowl and we beat them. And you know, just kind of trying to prove to the to the country that that we can play with the big guys. Uh, maybe not all of them all the time, but but you know we definitely have our moments and we have the um, you know the great players in the conference as well. Maybe not the depth that some of the bigger conferences have, obviously, but. Um, you know, from from the you know starting guys, generally you have a, a group that can compete. And I think the innovation sometimes at that level too. I mean, maybe that's where some of the more wide open offense start. Yep. Uh, maybe maybe coaches are, are more willing to take some chances doing some things because you kind of have to to yeah. beat some of those big Absolutely. guys. Absolutely, you have to. You have to. I mean, you can't you can't hold your cards. You got You got to play those things, and, and you know, hopefully, you can make some plays out there and get an upset. All right, I'm not trying to rush out of football, but when football is done, what do you want to do? What, what's post your post playing career going to be like? Uh, you know, TV maybe, maybe, maybe some acting. You know, I've thought about. You know, my girl thinks I should be an underwear model. You know what I mean? So we'll see. I, I've got a few things lined up, and you know, I, I definitely want to uh, work with kids. Probably uh, do do some coaching in high school. I think, um, but you know, for sure, I'm I'm really not too sure yet. All right, you said acting. Have you done any acting? And why do you want acting? Okay. I was. I've done a number of different commercials. More so local than anything, but I was also on the uh, Key and Peele show oh, yeah. uh, two seasons ago, um, and that was that was an awesome experience. Definitely, definitely one of the more nerve-wracking things I've done in my life. I can play football in front of millions of people, but um, just rehearsing in front of those two and, and the directors and everything literally had me shaking. Um, but it was awesome. It you remember was awesome. any lines from your? Uh when you're on? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I remember most of my lines. You know, that that's that's what we do. We remember yeah. lines. But, I, like, I, I was trying to pull it up for the receivers the other day, and I couldn't find it. But it's it's uh, you have to have, like, a Hulu um, or, or Netflix, I think, um, account to be able to log in and see it. But uh, it was it was an awesome experience, man. Those guys are legends. Um, one of the, one of the you know, funnier comedy, sketch comedy shows that I've seen since the Chappelle show. Um, and, you know, would, would love to be able to work with them or, or do something else. I can't believe Golden Tate or Corey Fuller or some of these guys haven't played that on the big screen in the receiver room yet. <laughs> I tried to show them last yeah. week, but I, you know, ran into a little technical difficulties. <laughs> how'd you get involved in that anyway? How'd you, how'd you, how'd you get hooked up with those 2013 guys? 2013 season, I scored a touchdown at home. Um, and did like the uh, Key and Peele touchdown celebration celebration. Yeah. Um, Everybody knows that, right? Got flagged for it because one of my buddies was kind of celebrating with me, and uh, we both got fined for it. 
Um, but uh, Jordan Peele actually tweeted me and uh, posted a picture of um, me on a T-shirt. And he was wearing me on a T-shirt doing the celebration. <laughs> um, and and kind of long story short, their producers, buddies with one of my buddies, okay. and we kind of connected those dots, and they, they invited me to come out. And at first they just wanted me to come, you know, watch them do their thing. And eventually that turned into what can we do to get this guy on the show. Yeah. So I, I went out there for a day and filmed for about seven or eight hours, and it, it was awesome. It was fun. I'm going to have to tra- uh, track that down. Any any Lions fans out there, Lance Moore, Keem Peel, got to to check that one out. Um, are, it, when you get into acting or whatever you might do, I mean, would you do sitcom? Could you be a, a comedian like that? Or, or what sort of what sort of genre of, of TV or movie would you find yourself in? I like to think that I'm a man of many talents. So, you know, if you need me to be funny, I think I could be funny, especially if somebody's writing for me. Yeah. Um, but if, you know, you need a little dramatic or something like that, you know, you never know. You can cry on cue if you needed to? Not necessarily. Yeah. That would be something I have to work on. Put the, put the uh, drops in your eye, I guess. Yeah, right. Uh, new father too. So how how is fatherhood treating you? You know what? Ninety nine percent of the time it's awesome. Yeah. Um, until it's time to go to bed, and <laughs> like most parents know, she's a little crazy. But I wouldn't trade it for the world. It's it's the, probably the best thing that's ever happened to me. Um, and it's awesome to be able to go home and and you know get away from everything at work or anything else that's going on and see her face and be able to smile and know that you know that's what true love is really really about. And um, you know she's definitely been a blessing. She's two months now. Right, she so is. Yeah, she's almost months. almost eight and a half weeks. Okay, yep. so what what where is she at in her development? What's she doing? Is she sleeping through the night? Is she no, no, <laughs> no. That's hence the late nights for you. Yes, huh? no, no. She's definitely not sleeping through the night. But we're we're trying to we're trying to get her there. Hopefully here soon. Um, but I've I've been trying to be, um, you know, uh, as good as I can with my fiance yeah. and not leaving her and going to sleeping in the other room all the time. I try to stay and help her when I can. But uh, yeah. you know, she's been great with it and. I'm definitely blessed. That's why I asked, because Drew Stanton last year when he had a baby during the week, yeah, I forget, you know, maybe right around the time he played the Lions, he said that he would, the beginning of the week, he would, he would, you know, be around to, to help out, mm-hmm. and then the end of the week, he was he was spending his nights in a separate room, so he made sure he got to sleep before well, the game. So. I, I like my bed, man. <laughs> so, I mean, like, if she wanted to move all the baby stuff to the guest room, I wouldn't, I wouldn't stop her, but, yeah. you know, I like sleeping in my bed. Yeah, she's taking care of, the uh, fiance is taking care of the, the, uh, the late night duties, though, for the most part, for you? For, for the most part. Yeah. yeah, every now and again I'll get up and get her and walk around just to calm her down, but uh, she, do, she does it all. Off-season, you'll, you'll handle it in the off-season. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll see. All right, we'd like to, uh, to end this with, with five questions, sort of random topics. So, uh, favorite player growing up? Who was your favorite player, NFL player that is growing up? Jay Rice. Yeah, and just because of the San Francisco tie that you were talking about? Yep. Yeah, greatest ever. <laughs> Corey Fuller gave him a sideways look when he said that. Hands. Yeah. And work ethic. I mean, the way that he sure, worked too. Yeah. Sure, sure. Small school guy. Right. Yeah. Kind of like yourself, I guess, in that regard. Uh, closing in on Halloween. What's your favorite Halloween candy? Halloween candy. Uh, I don't really eat a lot of candy. No. Back in the day, uh, were you a candy guy? You know, when you were little. Yeah. I mean, I I can't really can't go wrong with the Kit Kat. Yeah. Corey Fuller is not happy with any of your answers right now. He's a hater. <laughs> Maybe bring some Kit Kats in for the room for when they watch Key and Peele, I guess. Um, all right, uh, your dream vacation. What would your dream vacation be? Dream vacation. Ibiza. Yeah. Or Barcelona. Madrid. Spain. <laughs> Somewhere over Spain, there, huh? Sure. You're not going to stow away when you guys go to London. My, my fiance leave. wants to go to Greece for our, for our honeymoon. I'm thinking Spain. Yeah. Maybe both, right? Wow. Yeah. 
<laughs> Easy for me to say, right. Um, all right, best meal. You've only been in Detroit a few months now, but what's the best meal that you've had in Detroit? Jets pizza. <laughs> <laughs> it's real. That's what you do all the time. I'm I'm a Jets fanatic. <laughs> and if they want to, if somebody's listening, they want to sign me to some sort of deal. I'm I'm available. You could do one of those commercials we were talking about for Jets, right? Absolutely. So what do you get on your pizza? Pepperoni. That's all you need. Yeah, cheese and pepperoni. I'm with you there. Keep it simple. Pepperoni. That's good. All right, last one. Uh, how many tattoos do you have? If you have any, what's what's your uh, your favorite one? Uh, I don't have any no. tattoos, All right. so I, I wouldn't have a favorite one. But uh, I, always wanted, I always wanted one when I was younger, but as I got older, I was just... Why'd you stay away from it? I'm too, I'm too clean. <laughs> too clean? Too clean. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that's Lance Moore, Detroit Lions receiver. Lance, thank you for joining me on the podcast. Yeah, no problem. That was Lions wide receiver Lance Moore. And look, 32 years old, I mentioned it, 10 seasons in the NFL, you know, he's a guy that, that's seen a lot during his career, never been a part of an 0-5 start like this before. And I think, like a lot of people, you know, looking for answers, wondering exactly what's going to happen. But, um, you know, my sense is, uh, even though I, I think this thing is really fragile right now, I do think the Lions come out, uh, play a pretty good game this week against the Bears, put forth a good effort at the very least. They're not very good right now, the Lions, that is. The Bears aren't great either. I mean, they're, you know, Elshon Jeffries questionable, Martellus Bennett is questionable, Eddie Royal is questionable. So uh, that's, a, that's a team that's a little bit beat up to. And, and you know, frankly, these are two teams that, that could be looking at, at top five picks when it's all said and done. So, but for the Lions' sake, for their psyche, for the, the fragility of the locker room, you know, they need a win Sunday. Uh, if they don't get one, I think this thing could get could get ugly before long they got the vikings coming in next week and then a a long trip to london so um look matthew stafford's gonna be back on the field he got benched last week through those three interceptions i know he was pretty hot about that um obviously he's had some turnover issues but he's still the lions best option at this point uh they need a good game from him they need a turnover free game from him and from the offense for that matter um i know the fans kind of got uh it got a little away from the lions last week and the fans were were none too happy about it and, and things could go sideways again here so but look, as always, thank you for listening here on Freep.com. Thank you for subscribing on iTunes. Uh, always appreciate your feedback at dburkett at freepress.com. Send all your quotes, send all your e- emails, send all your questions there. And uh, if you got any suggestions on who you want to hear next week on, on Burke's Eye View, the podcast, let me know. I'm Dave Burkett. This was Burke's Eye View, the podcast. Have fun this Sunday. We'll see you soon.